Welcome in, Tiger. Another week of play-by-play presented by our friends at the Advocate. Another big week coming off a pretty good weekend, but plenty of action coming up this week. So uh, welcome in. Coming up a little later, we're going to talk technology and sports science because LSU is at the cutting edge, and uh, Jack Marucci is going to join us, our special guest this week. But, Kent, let's go back to Saturday. Football game, uh, great atmosphere on campus once again, great atmosphere inside the stadium. Always uh, a bit of rivalry uh, between LSU and Florida. Uh, before the game, it got a little chippy. Uh, early in the game, it got chippy. Throughout the game, it got chippy. You can tell there's no love loss between these two teams. But, unfortunately for the Florida Gators, they were playing Jaden Daniels. And yeah. Jaden Daniels put in a Heisman performance um, and set school records, conference records, and FBS records on his way to lead LSU to a 52-35 win. I don't know what else to say. I mean, this guy is just amazing. He makes it look so simple. He's that good, Chris. That's, that's all there is to it. Yeah, that kid Jaden is pretty good at football. And you know, it's interesting because I went back and watched Kent uh, his runs, one of 85 yards, longest run by an LSU quarterback in history. Then he had a 51-yard run where he just ran away from the Florida Gators. And it hit me, when I think about runners who had big, big moments, and I'm talking about when I was coming up, you know, uh, Barry Sanders and uh, Bo Jackson and even Herschel Walker to go back even farther. When, when you would see them running in slow motion in highlights, I mean, the helmet was shaking, the shoulder pads were shaking. I mean, they were moving with such force. And then they show Jaden run, and he looks like he's one on one of those. So simple. Yeah, right? it looks like he's on those people movers, and everybody else is walking beside it in the airport. Um, I mean, he 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 runs upright. He's moving just so quickly. It's 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 amazing to watch because, as I've said since he arrived here at LSU, the first time I saw him break a run, he's deceivingly fast. You don't realize how fast he's going because of the way his body motion goes. No, you're exactly right, and I mean, you're right. The way he just runs away from people is amazing, and don't take anything away from the passing game because he's throwing passes deep. He's throwing mid-range passes all accurately, all on target. He's got a great group of receivers. I mean, that was very special what we saw Saturday night. And now a couple of more games to try to build on that resume. LSU, 701 yards total offense. Just the third time in school history a team has reached that. And I find it uh, interesting that the last time the Tigers put over 700 yards of offense, it was that 2019 team. So, again, you start to see the comparisons between this offense and that offense with Joe Burrow and company. And even though Jaden Daniels was certainly the highlight, over 600 yards combined, again, it just the, the passing, the throwing, he did it all. Uh, don't forget Malik Neighbors and Brian Thomas Jr. For the second time this year, both had over 130 yards receiving. So, I mean, everybody, all the skilled players really getting in on the act. And I want to give a tip of the cap to Josh Williams, the grad student running back, one of the greatest stories in all of college football. He spent his entire career here at LSU, came as a walk-on, earned a scholarship. And when the Tigers needed the knockout punch, literally and figuratively, in that game late against Florida, Williams delivered on the block out on the edge to get Brian Thomas home on the uh, shovel pass. Uh, just absolutely blew up a Florida Gator. One of the Gators, by the way, that I find funny, <clears throat> that spent a lot of time jawing on the field. And uh, Williams did the jawing with uh, just an absolute body blow 
on that block. So, again, the Tigers pick up the win. They step out of conference this week. For the first time ever, they'll take on the Panthers of Georgia State, a program that only began football in 2010. Uh, but they will come in for a 7 o'clock kickoff between LSU and Georgia State. Uh, basketball season going strong. Women's basketball still in the top 10, Kent. I know they dropped their opener, but they got two uh, big wins after dropping to Colorado. So they don't fall out of the top 10, no surprise, because we know that uh, you know there's a couple teams that are at the top that, that have lost some games, yeah. uh, Connecticut being one, uh, UConn, excuse me. Um, so, uh, anyway, women's basketball playing on Tuesday with the 11 o'clock game, um, and then they'll continue. And then LSU men's basketball, an important trip. This is, uh, I guess what you would call a big measuring stick early in the season. Great competition. You are headed to Charleston, South Carolina, there on the lovely coast of the Palmetto State, uh, for the Charleston Classic, which really has grown over the last 10 or so years as one of those great preseason, uh, kind of tournaments, if you will. But LSU's going to get tested big time. Yeah, they are. Dayton, of course, is favored in their conference, and they will bring a couple of thousand fans to Charleston for their games. And then uh, St. John's or North Texas in the second game on Friday, and then we'll see who the Tigers play on Sunday. Watch St. John's last night against Michigan in the Gavit games at the Garden last night. And uh, the – Red Storm struggled a bit, but a lot of that was because Michigan is very, very good. And uh, I think uh, it will be a good test for LSU, either of those games. But there's a good chance LSU can get things going this weekend. And if they do, there's a chance to get a couple of wins out of this and advance uh, forward. And that's the main thing uh, right now Coach McMahon wants to see his team do is advance forward. Again, LSU men's basketball in the Charleston Classic. They'll get underway, Kent, what I believe, 3 o'clock Central. 3 o'clock Central. Against Dayton on Thursday. Uh, They'll play again on Friday. They're off on Saturday, and then we'll finish up on Sunday with the action there in Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, Volleyball, real quick update, 11-13, their overall record. They are 6-8 in conference play. And as we head down the stretch here, Kent, one thing's important. They've got Tennessee coming in on this Friday at home. Uh, a chance to get closer to 500 in conference play, closer to 500 overall as well, before they head out on the road Sunday to take on Auburn. But it's Tennessee, Auburn, Georgia, Mississippi State to finish out the year. A chance, again, to get to 500, maybe even above 500. Yeah, there's some winnable matches in these last four. And uh, LSU with a tremendous uh, 3-2 win over South Carolina on Sunday. So that was huge. And now just need to... Try to get some more wins here as the season wraps up. All right, that's a look at what's happening and what's coming up for LSU Athletics. As we said, we're going to talk a little bit about technology and sports science and how LSU is really just pushing that envelope year after year after year. Uh, The legend Jack Marucci along with Mario Macaluso. There you go. Knew I'd get that. Um, They're going to join us here on set. We're going to talk a little bit about it when we come back here on Play by Play right after this. Back on this week's show, Play by Play, presented by our friends at The Advocate. As we told you, we're going to talk a little sports science and technology and 
I don't know. It's so out of my realm, Ken. It's 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 almost video game like, which is you know interesting because now you talk about guys on the field and on the courts and and, and the gals on the fields and courts. Sometimes they play like video games. And uh, now I'm we're... the old guy here, and you're saying it's out of your realm. We're in trouble here. Then. Uh... Well, that's why we bring in the experts to tell us about it, and we've got the experts, uh, Jack Marucci, Mario Macaluso from uh, I, you know again. I, I, I almost think of you guys in a sports lab. I know that's exactly maybe not your titles, uh, but of course, Jack Marucci. It seems odd here. I don't know who's hosting what because I know you also uh, from time to time have a podcast, oh, which yeah. people are looking forward. <laughs> I know this is a busy time of year, so soon that will be back um, and, and you'll have a chance to do a few more episodes. But, you know, Coach Kelly a couple of weeks ago in his press conference uh, made mention of, of VR. And it was interesting because he said VR – and then you could see in the press room, everybody was like, is he talking about, like, the, the guy, you know? And they asked, Coach, what do you mean by VR? And then he started, started talking about virtual reality and how you guys have embraced that technology. And I think it blew everybody's mind mm-hmm. um, because everybody kind of knows – most everybody knows what it is. It's the goggles you wear, maybe play a video game. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I got my first experience with it at a bowl game we went to a couple of years ago. They had one with a PlayStation. And next yeah. thing I know, I'm in another room. Like I, would, <laughs> I think they had a Jurassic Park game, and right. I was like, put right. them on, and I was like, wait a minute. And then right. I was in another ballroom a couple minutes later. Right. Um, but you guys are using it to really um, you know, hone in on skills and, and prepare players and, and he really talked about how Jaden Daniels has taken to this technology. So I'll shut up now, let you guys talk. Where did it come about? How did you guys decide you wanted to go after it? Where did you see it? I mean, like, what was the evolution of it coming to LSU? Well, I, I think it was something from a quarterback piece. We're always looking at – we know how critical that position is. And so we always had a vision of if we could only simulate in the, in the proper way – to what our, our offensive plays are going against the opposing team's defense. Now, their EA Sports was on campus. We've tried to do some things there. And, they, look, they're busy. Um, you know, we, we, we did some work, but couldn't quite get there. We looked at some other options. There's other companies that, uh, that have come out with it, but nothing quite fit what we wanted. So there was a company out of Germany called Cognolize, and um, they contacted us through one of our coaches, and it was it was almost exactly what we were looking for. Wow. I mean, it, I, I couldn't tell you how excited we were. So obviously, we were going to be the first to try this uh, new new process out. So I think what's the difference in this technology? It's the augmented virtual, meaning that they're taking motion capture of actual people running routes, people blocking, people um, being in the positions of actual playing versus sometimes you see, you watch a Madden football game. Right. So I think everybody can relate to that. But that's more that's more robotic a little bit. As as good as they are, yes, graphically it's it's very enhanced, but So let me ask you this. Yeah. Are you saying we're seeing they're seeing in the goggles real players, real action as opposed their, to CTI? Movements. That's correct. Okay. Ver, that's right. Cuz that's is more CTI. That's exactly right. And so, um, so you know more than you. You're, 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 I think you're, you're you're saving it on us, sir. I'm impressed. My son told me about CGI. Uh, okay. So, so um, yes, they've so they've taken actual motion capture of, of of movements. Now it's not you're not looking like your actual 
live um, um, movement or live um, drawings of these individuals. But because even this summer, we want to take it to another level to, to use our receivers to even. So our quarterbacks for next year will have the 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 ability to, to even make it more familiar because any type of movement, your brain can definitely disseminate between live movement versus an animated or not an actual, you know, a motion capture of a, a person's natural movement. So that is one of the biggest differences in this technology. So what we've done, Mario would get with the offensive staff and putting our plays into this system. So we started about six, five, six months ago to start building out. Because, again, we're starting from scratch on this thing. And, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to build out this platform, how we're going to think it's going to work. How, how is it going to flow within the, in, in, in our work week and our game prep? How is all this? So these are answers that we're about to dig into, and we're going to really try to find out how we're going to do this. So as we've worked through these things, um, we work with primarily two um, – um, Verena and Christian are the two developers of this system from Germany. And what's unique about it, they were started in soccer and they felt like there wasn't as much growth in Germany. They just, entrepreneurship wasn't as prominent. So they loved American football. So they have become this part of an extension of what we do now. And uh, there's probably not a day we don't go by um, talking to them on some type of topic. So that relationship started to develop. We start building this, this, this program out. It is AI. It, it, it starts to adapt. It's machine learning. So it gets better as we keep putting in this information. So he's coding as we're going along, looking at all these different positions and the different plays. So to get to the season – we have probably now the database probably has over 500 different plays of combinations based off the different coverages. So now what we do, we get the call sheet on Wednesday. Then we start going over the plays that are going to be called that week. So he's basically playing this game by seeing the setup of the defense what we're what we're going to run and everything is specific to the motions everything's specific to where the they're lined up and when you put this device on it feels like you're on the field i mean you can go up to the line of scrimmage you can come back off of it you could use the whole football field if you chose to to move around in it the other thing that we felt like was a big plus we have simulated the the away team stadium now we know where the play clock is now we know where he, he doesn't have to start looking at this environment and, and trying to adapt to it. Coach actually made a funny comment um, when we were talking about it. He goes, you know, I think we were playing Missouri, and he goes, I was, trying, I was going over the play clock with him, and he goes, he already spit it out. I was going, how in the heck did he know it's over here? This one's going to be a little bit lower here. He goes, it, it makes sense because he was already familiar with that environment. So – I think what we've seen with him, it also has an eye tracking device. So we're seeing him the way he can track and scan the field. I think he has, he claims to us, it has just made a huge, I asked him yesterday, matter of fact, how much has this really impacted you? And I'm thinking, all right, he's going to give me 5%. He said from scanning wise, 
from scanning, almost 75 to 80% is what he told me. Wow. And we started the Mississippi Jeez. State game is when we started this. And it has just been a, a crazy progression. And he said, I, you know, more and more. And Mario's done a fantastic job by getting this information in, getting it into the system based off what the coaches want. Then we'll go, he'll go over through the call sheet and we'll go through all the plays. Now, if something doesn't look right in there, he'll tell us, you know, maybe the safety needs to be over. Um, you know, maybe a little bit more closer to the hash or far away from the hash to simulate what we're seeing. Because we have – some of these plays have like six to seven different coverage sets in them. So there's modifications of cover three. There's, co- there's modifications of cover one. So all of that is being built out as we're progressing through the season. And we just started about a week or so ago starting to look into the defensive side. Maybe we can start incorporating, which we can, from a linebacker play safety play maybe third down pickups for the for the uh for the running backs so i think there's a lot of um more more growth in this area but i think it had to be the right we found the right people we found the right combination of the system that we needed and they have been tireless. I mean, they've drove all the way up to Alabama. They have drove, driven up if we were going to do it that night at the hotel. They, they have been 24-7. And we have to tell them, look, you guys need to sleep. I said, you know, we, we don't need to try to, you know, go overboard on some of the stuff. But they don't want to make a mistake. So that's, that's, that's our story. Wow. Jack Marucci, our guest this week, and uh, again, uh, director of performance, a known legend in athletic training, and then uh, a couple of years ago now taking over this type of thing, which is just changing uh, the game of college football and college athletics. Mario. Can you, can you do anything for my bowling game? <laughs> I, I, they, they, they I think that. we can. <laughs> I think we may. We may be able to look at some Yeah, because yeah, the pins typically, you know, except when you bowl the first time, they're in the same place. That probably is probably something they could handle. Just put the pins up there. And I'm look. sure they could because uh, I was joking with them. They came to the uh, – what was the first game they came to? Was it the Grambling game? I think they came yeah, to the Yeah, I think it was, game. yeah. And we did a uh, they did a flyover, so they had the planes fly over, and after the like on Sunday they were like that was so cool like you know we don't they don't do that in Germany like you know planes don't fly over like that and I was like yeah I mean I always like it you know that's America something we do like yeah. any any football game you go to like a F sixteen or something's gonna fly over. Sure enough, like a couple weeks later they were like we have a surprise for you and I was like oh what do you guys got? They're like. Uh, put the headset on. Sure enough, like I'm on the field, and they sent two F-16s over the top. <laughs> <laughs> so their imagination is not limited. They could probably build out whatever you can think of. Mario is the performance innovation and analytics assistant, which, uh, again, Jack kind of told us mm-hmm. what, what part of your job is, is, is helping to develop this. A couple of questions for you, Mario, is how many teams across the country are, are utilizing this um, I, I almost would keep this exactly. I don't know that we should be doing this podcast and letting everybody know about this. But uh, uh. but again, how many are are utilizing it? And and secondly, it sounds like to what Jack was saying, it's it's got to be great that it's a symbiotic relationship where those guys are like, well, okay, this is what we got, and then you say, okay, can we add this? Yes, it's almost like they're helping you guys, and you yeah, are helping yes. them. Yes. yes, no, without a doubt. Um, to answer your first question. Uh, we would be the only ones. But right, I will let's be... shut this down now. Here. So <laughs> let's uh, burn this tape. But I'll be the first to tell you that they have been in numerous facilities, NFL and college. And, you know, 
other teams have had the opportunity to, you know, buy in and take their um, device and their technology. And when Jack saw it, and then he, we didn't let them out of the building. Without, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so, and then... What was your second question again? I'm sorry. About how you guys are – it's really, I said, symbiotic because you're helping them, Develop. you know, hone in what, what yeah. teams need, what quarterbacks oh, need, what receivers need, and then obviously what you guys need. Oh, and it's – they're the best because they have a – like Jack said, they work tirelessly. They work 24-7. They don't sleep. Like, they'll – they anything we ask for them to do, they'll do. And then they have a constant want to get better and improve their tech – and just know the game of football. Like Christian, uh, who helps code and you know does everything, he's watched uh, I think numerous hours of yes. just random coaching videos on YouTube of whether it was O line play to make sure the O line blocked a certain way or a receiver play, making sure the receivers ran a certain route a certain way, or corners. You know, Jaden got in it uh, last week and they hadn't found an animation where a dude could press up on the line and we were in the he was in the red zone and he goes oh my gosh the corner's pressing the yep. receiver over there and then those little things they've worked on tirelessly throughout the year because um, like jack was saying it's all kinesthetic movement so they've got motion capture um you know bodily movements and then they you know kind of run it through like an ai so it kind of you'll always have endless amounts of movements to put in and hone in and yeah i think the other thing is, is neat about christian he knows – like, he could talk to the coaches now. I mean, even when we started, his English was, was a little bit – he was nervous, mm-hmm. and, but he's really good now. But he can talk all the game. He knows all the – and that helps. That, that eases that coach. And we were laughing because I said, maybe you'll become the, the Ted Lasso version yes. of the football. And I think he, <laughs> what the best part about all this is, is – and Jack can tell you've seen it for years – is that coaches sometimes are stuck in their ways and that uh, they don't want to change or that when they see new things come up, and I've done it this way as long as I can remember, I'm going to stick to this way. But every coach on our staff that we've been like, hey, we've got this technology, um, how can we immerse it into whether it's your meeting rooms or you know post-practice work, pre-practice work, whatever it may be, every coach has been like, I want this developed, I want this in my room, like – you know, we wouldn't be able to work with Jaden as much as we have if Coach Sloan had been like, no, I don't want him to do any of that. Coach Sloan's and Dean Petzing, our quarterback analyst, um, have been awesome to work with and helping Jaden. Um, you know, they do a million things with that guy. And here, yeah, yeah. You know, and I, I wanted to state to, that. I'm glad Mario brought it up because I was going to talk about, look, this is a comprehensive program that has allowed – everybody has, has pulled in the right direction to make him a better player. And that's the player development part, right? That starts with the head coach, the offensive coordinator, and the quarterback coach because they all have been a huge, huge part in developing this player. And we can look at the data and see his improvement. Now, that is an objective finding. I mean, now part of that's his maturity. Part of that's the, you know, being more, you know, familiar with the offense. But – all those coaches, and, and like you said, you know, Coach Sloan has allowed us. He's allowed us to do this because, hey, it's their program. We're just here to assist. We're just here to try to make things maybe a little bit better for the, the player and the coach. But that that's where it all starts. You know, 
And and you brought something up. I was going to ask something else, but what you said about player development last week, we had uh, Casey Long on the assistant mm -hmm. basketball coach, and we talked a lot about player development. And I know in your years and mine as well, mm -hmm. you've seen player development, individual player development sessions grow exponentially yeah. in all sports to mm -hmm. be just a, a, one of the most important parts right. of a player getting better these days. And I think, Kent, part of that is, and me and Mario talk about this, I have always been a big proponent of finding what they do well, right? Let's identify what that player's strengths are. We know people are all going to have weaknesses, but let's capitalize on what they do well. That's why it's a team. So some people may do some things better than others. And I think that's why I think if we look at it that way, we can develop that player better. Because, look, we like to do things that we're good at. Now, there's things in life that we don't like, maybe part of the job, but the things that we excel at broadcasting or things that you really enjoy, you, you know, we love to do that. We, we can't wait to get to work. We do it because we want to do it, not because we have to do it. So I think that's the thing that we have to really, the mindset has to continue to grow into that area. And I think, to player development, there's a lot of people in our building and in, in any of our sports, there's always – a million different hands just trying to help push those guys and guys and girls in the right direction but I think the other half of it of the equation is the player the player has to understand and hear and know I myself have to work harder I have to do better I have to do these little things in order to progress myself and I think just the way Jaden has handled this year coming back he's done everything he could have to put himself in the position he is right now He's come in early at 5 a.m. every day watching, watching film. Um, you know, stays after practice. He throws extra balls with all of his receivers. He works on these minute route things, um, th you know, whatever it may be at the end of practice, throwing with the receivers, you know, summer work, working with our receivers. Um, all the little things in the quarterback room, knowing the offense, watching film. I mean, it, even with this, the VR stuff, like it'd be one thing if – I was setting the schedule every day. Hey, we're going to do this at this time. No, like 85% of the time he yeah. texts me, hey, I've got time from here to here. I want to do it now. I want to do it here. I want to do it then. Um, he's taken a lot on himself um, to put himself in the position that he is now. And I think player development, there's a lot we can do to help these guys, but also the players themselves also. And that's why it's critical when you know when you're recruiting and it, it is about the character of that player. It is all these things that we've tried to identify. But those players are going to probably get better if you have that type of mindset. And the guys that can sustain, and, and we've done studies in the NFL who sign a second contract, are the guys because the talent will get you here, but what keeps you there? Yeah. It yeah. is – that stuff it is watching that film it is continue to work in, in the weight room with the dietitians and everybody that is the separator and that's what keeps you there mario yeah. macaluso jack marucci our guest this week i mean just just fascinating <laughs> yeah. stuff on on the cutting edge of of as you said helping players develop helping teams get better you earlier had talked about eye tracking yeah and and i think we've seen not just in football but in a couple of sports where 
either some testing by trainers, by, yeah, by people so, like that has, so Ken, has you're made ta- a difference. Yeah, you're talking about bowling. Yes, I try. So we have a device we can see. Um, we've worked with people, you know, even golfers in the putting world. Um, it's the way you target, too. So, yes, you're, you, I know we were joking about it, but it would be the way you're targeting, you know, because sometimes – you know, if you don't target properly with the right eye, if you have a very dominant eye or, yes, you can be off 10 to 15 degrees. So, you know, that does matter. And we do have a – All right. So, that explains a lot so, right there. So, right. so, so when you bowl your next 300 uh, – <laughs> So, Kent, sounds like to me you need to schedule with Mario and Jack. Get over there don't get that eye tracking. Yeah. See yeah. if you can't set a record oh, uh, in right. the alley. Um, you know – Jack, it, it stands out to me, and I, I sincerely mean this. There's so many times I've got colleagues that work at different schools, and, and, and one of the things I bring up a lot when we have discussions about what it's like to be at LSU, um, I talk about just how they always push the envelope, and that's mm-hmm. something you've been a part of your entire yeah. career here at LSU. Yeah. And I think about you know what you guys are talking about today with virtual reality and the company that found you or you found them and now you're developing this program i think about jeff boss and the relationship yeah. with nike yeah. I, all of the things that you guys are yeah. continually doing um you know and i know fans know about it but I, I just wanted to say thank you thank your staff um for for always doing that because it's it's amazing the stories this school has mm-hmm. where it has been at the forefront yep. um, not only getting new technology but helping develop new technology yeah, I, and i think chris part of that again you know if the administration allows you to we're only as good as people around us and look nobody does it by yourself i'm not that good by myself i'm Mario's not good by himself. We're as good. We work together, and we work together because they allow us to keep growing in these areas. And um, I think you're still right on some things. You know, like you talk about Jeff Boss, right? I mean, the night boss shark. I mean, I think people don't really realize the, what LSU has, has, has really put out there. I mean, we've done a lot with stem cells. We've done a lot with things that people wouldn't even, you know, we changed the course of we don't from from two a days we were one of the biggest players to eliminate that based off of helmet sensors and i think when you push an envelope you got to make sure it's safe obviously you got to make sure what is the downside and all this stuff there isn't no downsides you know the downside is it may not work we put in time and effort maybe it doesn't work and we that's the fun part developing and getting creative with these companies and we had a company here yesterday called sportable and so we got a chip in the ball now that measures velocities, apex of throws. Um, we're the first, again, we're the first college. And they were here, they're from England. And they were thanking us for, we're like the perfect partner because we understand there's going to be glitches in as you're developing these products. But I was on a call with a guy that does the NFL, um, Ted Lambertinas, does all the NFL sports science. And he's always calling us to see because he tells he just told us today we needed to be on this committee with the uh, NFLs looking to develop some of these technologies. And, you know, it, it, it's very humbling, and it's very it, – it, it's great for the university, though. Yeah. And I think you're right. The, the people have to realize there's a lot of great people here that have, have, have developed, you know, 
It's just simply amazing to me. I mean, you've said now in two examples, Ken, he has mentioned companies have sought you out. I don't think that's by accident. I think it's no, they, the history that and, and, LSU is willing to work so, tell and develop we, it. Tell them how so we met we Sportable. We were at an uh, analytics clinic up at MIT. We MIT Sloan for the analytics conference. And, I mean, there's, you name it, NBA teams, NFL teams, NHL, you, you name it. There's people from every school, every team you can think of. And I had my book bag on it, had an LSU tag on it. <laughs> This dude comes up to us and he's like, "I've been looking for you guys. I've been looking you for guys, you guys at LSU. <laughs> you guys are from LSU. Fantastic. Like, like I've been waiting to talk to you guys and we were find the, somebody. From we were LSU. at a burger. We were at a little we're at thing Shake in the mall. Shack. Shake Shack and <laughs> hitting the little Boston Mall area. Yeah, and uh, that's how we got hooked up with Sportable. Yeah, I, I, as like, I said, I don't think it's an accident. I think they know that this is it has a very lab like feel right. to the athletic department that benefits, as you say, not just one sport but various sports. Right. And I love the fact I, I chuckled a little bit when you said you got a chip in the ball now because I actually made a comment a couple of weeks ago during a game that let's let's go ahead and start putting chips in the balls. Let's help the officials out <laughs> a little really? bit where we spot the ball. No, it, is it a first down or not? Let's let, let's start doing that. But to you're help right. Them. You're right. We the technology's about there. Why not do it? Yeah. Well, know, why I, not do I'm it? I'm with so, it. Um, no, it's been it's been fun. I mean, if you even look at our lockers, you know we're the first to have that type of setup. So we got you got fans in the helmets. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, <laughs> just you just name it. I mean, yeah. LSU is always coming right. up with the new things. And right. as you said, there's a lot of work behind the scenes with your partners as well as yes. your staff. Yeah. Is this worth? Is this an endeavor worth going for? And, and right. again, I think that's just yeah. um, we all benefit from it. Yeah. Well, you know, when you when listen to this, uh, I think back. Jack, to when you first came mm-hmm. here. I mean, mm-hmm. what you and your group that was here then did as far as training right. became the cutting edge that's yeah. kind of built the success yeah. of the LSU training program yeah. over the right. years. Right. I mean, yeah. so and you were doing a lot of the same in a different fashion. In a different innovation. fashion. And, and Kent, you know, I think – it again, we're as good as like the Mickey Collins, right? We're we're as good as the Andy Barker or Shelley, and you know, and the NFL knew that we were putting out the top athletic trainers, so they would always come to us. I need interns. I need so the LSU name got spread through that NFL through the even from the medical side. Doctor Banks and doing the hamstring tendon, which I think really for us it revolutionized the way we did the ACLs. And we actually did a paper on it that got published. But I think again you have the Doctor Bankstons and all of them also willing to. And it, it takes look. You don't have to agree on everything, but it, it's nice to have like-minded people together. You know, it's 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 just. I mean, it, I, I think about it. You know. I was thinking on the way over here to do the show today, you know, in the broadcast business, it, for me, it, it was something that was done for 80 years, 60 years the same way. Yeah. You know, you had very small <laughs> no, incremental right. change. You played records on a platter. That's right. Then you got a CD, and it was easier to put more information on it, <laughs> easier to do. You hit a button instead of having to move a needle. And, I, and I'm getting in the weeds here. But the, the technology in broadcast where you can do an entire station or show with this computer, you don't need anybody else. Right. You need you, a microphone, and a computer. I think about how, for you, how things have changed so radically in the in 10 years. I mean, the things that you couldn't imagine. No. And, and they come year after year after year. Because, Chris, the worst thing you want to hear, we've always done it this way. Yes. You know, that, that really is just – Adapt just or die. I mean, yes. that's kind and of the, I think – the most powerful is people that have experience and they take that experience and keep learning. 
Those are the ones. But a lot of people don't do it because they've maybe have had success. And you see this in coaches, right? Yeah. And I've done it this way, and they don't want to change because they're afraid of it. Where, I don't know, I've always had a knack for technology. I've always liked, I, you know. Now, there's good change and there's bad change, too. So mm-hmm. you still have, there's the core principles of things as we see when you develop, you know, you build a team out. There are core values there that, that are they are what they are but you know I think, jack I, I think you need a podcast harrison he needs a podcast <laughs> um we only we, we all, i know you guys are busy we're in a game week we don't keep you much longer yeah. but but kent and i were talking before you came in like we wanted to talk about the vr which is just fascinating um and, and, but all of the tangible things you guys are now acquiring from an analytic standpoint information standpoint i hear coach kelly who it's got to be great to work for a guy yeah. who is driven he's by data driven and, and, and he makes and he's, he makes he's comfortable with it he but is. he always throws out these things even when we do the coaches on thursday that they measured this or they measured that and Real quickly, how many things are you tangibly measuring just within the football program so from speed to power to we, – We do. And, you know, one thing we do, um, we'll take our data and we're seeing the progress of the players from a performance side. I'm talking about like in coverage data. Are they getting better? And and I remember Coach said, man, I really like that that – piece of information you know we may have an arrow arrowing up down we look at the offensive line I'm, I'm we're doing that right now and see how we stack up against the SEC and I think all that at least a we can see our performance and b you know if it is stuff that's positive uh, we're still in the training room give these players that good information I want to be very positive in anything that we get. Now, if something they're lacking, you can present it in the right sure. way and, and not be so negative. But I think it gives them a different perspective, too, because we're not the coaches. But also, even given that information, when we hear something good a coach talks about a player, it is great to give them that third party, you know, hey, they're talking good about you. And you can just see the player uplift. But I think we're always monitoring their progress or how they are adapting every couple games. Because, look, a lot of people don't evaluate themselves enough. I said, we can control what we do. We can't always control what the opponent does. So self-scout, realize what we're doing within ourselves. Again, this is fascinating stuff with uh, Jack Marucci, Mario Macaluso. Last thing I got for you, gentlemen, uh, before I get you over there and get Jaden and everybody ready for Georgia State this weekend. (laughs) Um, I mentioned to Kent in the previous segment that what is amazing when I watch Jaden Daniels is I think back to my fandom of college football and watching the great runners, whether they be quarterbacks or running backs and and, and you see these like NFL films, slow motion highlights where guys are, the, you know, the quick guys, yeah. the fast guys, and everything's flying around them. Their heads, the helmets going up and down, their shoulder pads are flying out. I mean, you can see. I watched the slow mo of Jaden. He, he, if you show him from the chest up, <laughs> he, he just looks like he's moving. I, I, I compared I, it to a people mover at an airport. Yeah. <laughs> so have you noticed that yeah. by the way you've studied you his something. running? Yeah. And, and it's funny you say that. Um, I was uh, I just sent a, a, a I, I never thought I'd see Charlie Ward this is Florida State days and I texted Charlie yesterday and I said look I, 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 Charlie was the same player he, he now he ended up playing basketball yeah. but he was the same way there wasn't all that wasted movement what you're saying yeah and I said here's I think we have a guy on our team with Charlie I said you know he he 
has a lot of the same similarities from the character, but the way he plays the game. We laugh all the time because he's the same guy every day, too. He's, he is yeah. so consistent. He's, and it almost goes to the fact that when he's playing out there, he isn't all, you know, wire, wiry like you're saying, all discombobulated. He stays within himself. Very compact. He's very compact. And I tell you, we know from your eye level, if you have a lot of vibration, I'm just going from a more of a sports science side, you don't see things as well. It's like going back for a ball and your eyes are – when you're steady, the good receivers do that. But that means he's seeing the field really clear if he's running with under control because he's he's his eye level is not moving up and down. Is that a body thing? Is it is it you can can you coach that? I can don't you? know. I think that because when I first saw him running last year, yeah. I thought he doesn't look that fast, and yet he's <laughs> outrunning everybody. And I'm like, is there is there a science to the way he's upright? Is there a science to the way he's moving his legs? How does he do that? Or is that just a I, natural I, I gift that's he has? A natural gift he has. I wow, think that's in his DNA. A, I think that's just. Look, he was born with it, and he was blessed with it. So, Oof. yeah, he's good. He's good. Yeah, yeah. that Jaden kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, pretty guy. decent. Uh, he's, a, he's a special kid. Special well, you guys talent, uh, certainly, as kid. as we've discussed today, have uh, had a big part. As you said, it, it's a it's got to be a two way street. I mean, it's you guys got to offer uh, the things to develop, and and mm-hmm. the guys got to grab it with both yeah. hands and and uh, get after it. So, uh, well, we're it, just we're just fortunate, Chris, just to be a part of who he is you know I, I never take it for granted look we've seen a lot of good players yeah i've seen heisman winners but you know it, it's a unique situation to have a player like him and to be the type of person he is and and that's what makes this whole thing even more special to enjoy that just to be a small part of what his success is and, and sure. we talk about don't we never take it for granted nope. that is a can't really a well privilege. while while you guys um get through with football season maybe there's a little downtime i know there's not much but maybe um we could schedule kent and i come over throw yeah. on the goggles yeah and see oh yeah oh, without a see, doubt now, are, you, are you trying to complete passes or are you just picking up what, 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 what you can throw the you can, there is a mechanism that there's there's a way to throw it there's different types but it's really it's really from the 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 way you're looking at coverages and more of the processing but yeah you can throw you all right, can you up for the challenge? Yeah. Now, do you want – I'll ask you I'd this. Get, I'd get a coach fired probably if I was the quarterback. <laughs> now, Ken, I'll ask you this. Do you want to go through it at Jaden's speed or do you want to go through it at normal speed? And, and I think we failed to we, mention we, that. We, you know, we, we play it at a 1.7 times faster than he would see in the game. I accidentally changed the toggle on it <laughs> and put it back to normal speed. He, he said it was he, like In the headset, he like turned to me and he goes – this is that was slow. What what was that? And I was like, that was so. The speed. theory is <laughs> kind of like Rick Pitino's old theory when he was at Kentucky. We they always shot three point shots, and his theory. And everybody says you never practice any other shots. And he goes, well, a we want to improve our three point shooting, but b we want every other shot to be much easier than one from twenty one feet out. It's basically you're you're talking yeah, and and it over a period of time we know. That if more that he sees it in a faster speed, it will slow things down. You have to have a lot of reps, but yes, it does make wow. it easier. Because when we went back to the slow, I, I, we did that a couple days ago. It was like, yeah, it was like, well, and he now, goes, holy cow! Now you, now you know when a coach refers to a player as being able to slow the it game does. down. Yeah. Yes, you yeah. know how they do it. That, yeah, well. 
And again, we should never let this air so that nobody else finds out how to do this. Well, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure to have you on here. I mean, we could stay on forever, but I know you've got, uh, as you've discussed, you've got plenty of work to do to get ready for the game. But uh, thanks for joining us, and we look forward to to, to once you get some time, get back here on the podcast. I certainly enjoyed them. It's fascinating to learn the technology. So, uh, Mario, Jack, thank you guys. Thanks for coming. All right, that's going to wrap up our show. We want to thank you for joining us, and uh, we'll be back here next week. Kent, you going to be back from Charleston? Uh, yeah, I should okay. be. Okay, all right. Uh, Kent will be back not? from Charleston, uh, and uh, we'll have another show. Thanks to Harrison Valentine putting it all together, and uh, have a great week. Go Tigers. <laughs>